Hello, 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 and welcome to Moving Into Light. I'm Lisa Renee, the podcast host, and I am thrilled to be sitting in this space recording today's episode. I am welcoming you to this podcast. This is episode 176, part nine of the 12-part series about surrendered living. And I'm recording this on Thursday, February 1st, it will go live on February 2nd, so Friday, tomorrow. And whew, I have kind of those heebie-jeebie cheers, chills of excitement going on because I'm so excited to sit and process a little bit with you today. I hope you are well. I hope you are in a space of wholeness, of happiness, of really feeling joy as we are heading into the second month of the year. If you are anything like me, you will know, or you might believe that January just kind of flew by, like I blinked and January was over. And today's February 1st. And it feels like a blur. It feels exciting. It feels, (laughs) it feels unbelievable actually that we are now in the month of February. February is my birthday month, so woohoo to me. I will be giving myself little mini celebrations until the end of the month when I can celebrate another complete circle around the sun. But there's been a lot going on around here. I'm recording this from my office in the south of France. The sun has come up. We've had a visit to the patisserie for fresh pastries this morning already. I've had coffee. I am ready to start my day, but I wanted to start it by sharing this episode with you. And so I have been guided to record this 12-part series about surrender. And the reason for that is I am in the process of writing a book. And the main topic of that book is surrendered living, as you may have guessed. And I had an experience yesterday that I feel I really need to share on this podcast. I need to voice it for myself. And so in voicing that, I will voice it here in this space and maybe Maybe this lesson will help you grow or expand in your own way, on your own path. So I took my son to the playground here in our village yesterday, which we've been doing a lot of. Um, he Physical activity and climbing and swinging and all of those things are great for his motor development, his motor skills. And so getting outside every day and our feet in the ground and sometimes our shoes off and our feet in the dirt and the sunlight and the fresh air are just great for our bodies, great for healing, great for being grounded. And as we approached the park yesterday, you could hear the kids shouting and screaming and playing before we could see the park. And my son's face lit up. Usually mid-afternoon, the park's empty because the village kids are in school And today, yesterday, it was a Wednesday, which kids in France don't do school a lot on Wednesdays, especially the younger kids, which hadn't occurred to me until yesterday. And we got there and there were three moms and four, five children between them and a couple of random dogs. And we settled into the park and all three women spoke French. Um, One spoke also Italian. They both spoke, all three spoke some English. And so, you know, after we had kind of introduced ourselves and we chatted, 
it felt like one of those divine synchronistic moments where, again, the universe just placed me somewhere and said, here you go. You need this. I have been, we've been in the village for four, four weeks now. And, um, you know, it's winter in the South of France. And so all the little, little village houses have their shutters closed because most of them heat with wood as we do. And so we're conserving our heat and the shutters are drawn and people are inside and it has been very isolating. And there have been times in the past month or so where I have thought, hmm, you know, we are really isolated. Did we, did we have a, a misstep? Did we really, sec- I was second guessing myself. Did, was this a mistake? And as we started chatting yesterday, these women said, oh, wait till spring. We all eat outside. We all, um, you know, gather in different homes. We, there's connection here in the village, but it's hard in the winter. Winters are hard. And I saw things in a very different light. That little conversation shifted me back to, I am exactly where I'm supposed to be instead of, did we make a mistake? Which is a totally different kind of energy. And if I listen to my own advice, which is that my thoughts create my reality, I don't want to say I'm isolated here or I feel alone. I want to be able to put out there that I'm part of a community. This village has become my new home and I am part of this this community. And so yesterday reinforced that, the idea that this is a community. But these women were so welcoming. I'm a foreigner. I'm speaking English and my French, which, you know, is not on the level of women who have spoken French since they were ch- children. But I'm doing my best. I'm learning. I'm getting better in the language every day. And I'm getting braver every day with it. But it was so wonderful to have this experience yesterday and after the kids had played for about an hour one of the women said well we're we're going to so-and-so's home and she's making crepes for us for for our goûter for the children's afternoon snack and you should join us and we all left the the park together and crossed the village street and we're in her courtyard and she whipped up the most delicious cinnamon um, crepes with chocolate, chocolat, and some apple tea. And we sat and talked and chatted and got to know each other. And the kids played. And eventually the husbands started wandering in. And we made our way back to our home through our little village streets. And it's as, it was as quaint of an afternoon and evening as it sounds. It really was. And I could leave the story at that, but here's the lesson. Here's the learning. As I meet these people throughout our little village, everyone asks, why our village? Why are you here? Why did you leave the United States? Why did you choose France? Why this village? Why southern France? Why not Paris? Why not Italy? Why? And I've, I've kind of rounded out this, this stock answer, which is, Um, I've always loved France and Italy, and this is just where we found the house that we loved, and we just decided to make this our home. And after sharing that kind of story, I woke up. My son had a toy that went off at 4 a.m. this morning. And so when I woke up to turn that off, I couldn't go back to sleep. Something was really nagging at me. 
something in the back of my head and I knew there was something I needed to draw forward. I needed to pull forward so that I could analyze and look at it a little bit. And it's this. I am not here in the south of France simply because I fell in love with the area and I chose this house and I, I just decided to take on a new adventure. That sounds good. It sounds plausible to someone who lives in the very 3D realm, but it's really not the truth. And if you know me, um, deception or lying or not speaking ultimate truths and not being authentic really is a zap for my energy. I do my best to speak my truth, to really speak my mind, and sometimes I have to temper that or sometimes I have to shape that a little bit to make it um, easier for someone to digest. But being authentic and being real and truthful with my words is very, very important to me. And what I realized is I was telling a story about myself that I wanted to believe and I wanted to share with other people, which is we just fell in love with southern, the south of France and we, we wanted to make our home here and we've always wanted to live abroad. And those things are true, but it's not the entire truth. The truth is I am here in the south of France because I have been nudged by spirit to get to the south of France. I have been pushed and shoved and pulled and shaped and molded so that I could get here to have this experience of surrendering and living this surrendered life and writing this book. And if you stop for a minute and listen to that versus we fell in love with the south of France and we fell in love with Carcassonne and we, there's a big difference. One is true, but the second is truth. And it's much deeper and it's much more real and it's much more authentic. I have to learn myself to surrender to my gifts, my abilities, and my purpose. My gifts, my abilities, and my purpose. I have to surrender to those things. And I think we all do. And I'm on here today, I'm recording this. Um, to ask you, what do you need to surrender to? Your gifts, your abilities, and your purpose. What is that thing for you? What is that thing in your life that you have always known you would do? You would always think about, or it was always sitting there in the back of your head. For me, it was, I would publish a book that the world would want to read. I would put out information in book form that caught people off guard, that made them stop and think and want to go buy the book and want to learn more and want to know. That's why I'm in the south of France. That's why I surrendered my life, my home, my comfort, my belongings even, so that I could come here surrendered and write this, write this story and share it. And now... When I meet people, I have to be faithful to my words. I have to be faithful to my abilities and to my gifts and to my purpose and to my mission. I have to have faith that I am being led to it by a power bigger than me. And you are too. Whatever is embedded within you, whatever's in your DNA, whatever pushes you or pulls you or shoves you or guides you is purposeful. 
And you have something on the planet to accomplish. I don't know what it is, but I know you have something. And your main responsibility is to be faithful to that something. I want to share a short excerpt with you from my book, 40 Mornings with Divine Wisdom, because there is a day um, early on in the 40 days that talks about faithfulness. And I want to share this with you just because it really fits. Given that all of this is led by spirit, we guide you now to dive into the topic of faithfulness. It is not our intention to require faithfulness to our words, to our writing. Our intention is to nurture that which is within you so that you may foster a sense of faithfulness onto yourself from this day forward. You see, all humans, all those spirits dwelling in a spiritual yet human form, the body, are required to give gratitude for this body and have faithfulness onto it. Having faithfulness is simply another way of saying, honor yourself truly and completely. The physical body is a miracle onto itself given by the creator to the soul for its use while upon the earth. Faithfulness to it is required. I get it, right? I get it because we are required to be faithful to ourselves, faithful to our mission, faithful to um, what we are here to do. So having faithfulness is simply another way of saying, I honor myself. I honor myself truly and I honor myself completely. This is from morning four in in my book. I'm not going to read the whole excerpt to you, but you get the idea I was being unfaithful, essentially, to my mission here in the south of France. Writing this book about surrendered living, about the way we do surrender and, at- and dis- or detach, disattach, <laughs> detach to the outcome is what I'm here for. It's the learning I'm here to dive into, to surround myself with. And it's really hard sometimes. Um... There are days when I am in the middle of a task at home, maybe in my kitchen, and I think, man, if only I had X, Y, Z. If only I had my great garlic press. (laughs) You know, it's, they're little things, right? If only I had my KitchenAid mixer on my counter, I could whip that up in no time. Um, It's all the things I put in storage, and then I surrendered to coming here without anything except for suitcases of stuff. I surrendered to that and I surrendered that for the next three years I would make my life here and I would accomplish what I needed to do here and I would really complete this mission. And every day the mission reveals itself a little bit more but I am amiss if I say I'm here because I fell in love with the south of France. It's just not the truth because there was a huge part of me that would have bought a condo in the States after we sold our home in in, um in the mountains of West Virginia, I would have bought a condo and just stayed put. But spirit urged me on. My husband was supportive and said, you, you really have this mission. You need to complete it. If not now, you're going to be called to it later, so it might as well be now. And he was right. And it all aligned so quickly and easily. I know that I'm surrendered. I know that I am here for the purpose of doing what I'm here to do, but I'm also here for authenticity, transparency, 
and being faithful to myself, faithful to my skills, my abilities, and my passions, and my purpose. I feel like I just went to confession. (laughs) I really do. When when I woke up at 4 a.m. this morning and it dawned on me why I felt so agitated. Like I, something was really nagging at me and I just couldn't put my, put my finger on it last night to have the clarity. And my clarity is always between four and 6 AM. 95% of the time, if I'm seeking clarity, it's, that's my dawn waking hours is when it comes through. We have to know, let me step back. We have to speak our truth. And when we know more of what the truth looks like, we have to change our story. Because we have to be speaking our truth. How am I going to manifest this amazing book that's going to go out into the world if I can't even speak it? If I can't even explain the process of why I'm here in the south of France, then how am I going to manifest it? How am I going to bring it forward? How am I going to allow, how am I going to be faithful to the process of writing it if I can't even speak it? So I thought about this this morning. My house was dark and quiet, lit by salt lamps only, which I found in a shop a few days ago, which thrilled me because I love to start my morning in stillness with salt lamps and candlelight. And I found two salt lamps, yay. I was thinking this morning that I now need a new line, (laughs) my new elevator pitch. When someone says, oh, you're from America, what are you doing here? How did you get here? I have to speak more to my truth rather than just a standard, well, we love the area. We've always wanted to live abroad. We wanted our child to have a different experience growing up, blah, blah, blah. Those are all just words. And I'm not being faithful to my plan. I'm not being faithful to my truth. I haven't surrendered to the real reason I'm here. And so I have. So I have. And so I'm sharing it with you today because, one, as I process and share with you, I, it solidifies for me. But two, what is it in your life that you really aren't being faithful to? Where in your life do you need to surrender and be more faithful to your plan? Maybe to your skills or to your abilities or to your intuition or to your purpose. How can you surrender and go more deeply into that thing? I don't know what the answer is for you. But I know it for me, for today, for right now, for this Thursday, February 1st, while I'm recording this, I know what it is for me. And I have to surrender and be faithful to my my purpose, especially my purpose right now, being in France. And I have to be honest and authentic and real. And I think we are all called to that, but I think... There are times when it hits us a little more deeply than others. And this is one of those times for me. I'm being called to really be honest and straightforward and mean it. That's how we create miracles, right? 
We create miracles when we just allow divine timing and we allow the universe to coordinate for us. We're all connected. There's nothing that is separate. There's nothing that is not part of the whole, right? And we know this. We're all connected. And so what I learn and I share, you learn and then you share, and it's an endless cycle. So there's all of that, which thrills me and makes me incredibly excited because it's been a huge kind of shift. I am going to begin sharing much more of the writing process for me, much more of the idea that I am really here in France to write this book about surrendered living and to share it and to really put it out there because I know that it's what I'm here to do. I've always known that it's what I'm here to do. And so it comes as no surprise. But it hit me over the head last night when I was feeling so anxious after I got home, thinking, why do I feel so anxious? Well, the anxiousness came from not being completely transparent. And granted, these were people I just met, but they're part of my village. And I have a strong feeling that they're going to become part of my tribe. When you randomly meet a mom at the playground who also does singing bowls, when you randomly meet someone at the park who, you know, does a, has a daily yoga practice and helps run yoga retreats in another country, those things are synchronistically guided. They're not happenstance. And to those Little synchronicities, I take my hat off and I look up to the heavens and I say, thank you. Because each one of those little tiny moments is huge. And it fills me with gratitude. And I got up this morning and I just sat with this sense of gratitude for sitting in this kitchen in this village house with these two women, three women I had just met, watching them make tea and snacks for the kids And hearing their stories about how each of them landed here. And it felt so cozy and so warm and so graceful. Grace-filled, right? So I'm going to ask you today to do a little deep dive into yourself and see where can you surrender to your big passion? Where can you surrender more to your purpose, that thing that you're supposed to be doing here on the planet? How do you surrender? How do you become more authentic with it? It's here for you, just like my my purpose is here for me. And when I embrace it and I work toward it and I share it, it makes perfect sense. So there it is, my sweet friends. I <laughs> Life is a process, and if I am not learning and I am not growing, then I feel like I'm doing it wrong because I'm here for the growth and I'm here for the expansion. And I feel like you are too, or you wouldn't be listening. So thank you for listening. Before I close out today's podcast, I do want to share with you something that is coming up on February 11th, which is Sunday. It's the second Sunday of February. And this will be going on the second Sunday of every month from this point forward at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I, 
I will be um, hosting a Zoom call. And it is a second Sunday gathering in which I... um, I just said that wrong. I think I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of the timing here and maybe I have the timing backwards. Um, but anyway, I'll come back to that. Um, yeah, it's 11 AM Eastern standard time, 5 PM France time. Sorry about that. Um, it's a zoom call second Sundays. It's a second Sunday gathering. I lost my train of thought there with the timing conversion is always a thing for me. And I'm going to have you, if you are interested, you send me your email. I send you a Zoom link 30 minutes prior to our gathering. I'm going to channel a short message, a divine wisdom message. And then I'm going to walk us all through a brief guided meditation. And then I'm going to open up the remainder of the hour with a Q&A for the guides. And so I will take the questions from all of you who are, who are on the call and we'll see where it leads. Um, I just realized I did put out the wrong time, so I'm going to have to fix that. It's 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and it will be 5 p.m. France time. So um, anyway, second Sunday gatherings. I'm going to, in the show notes, post the... Um, email that you can shoot your email to so that you can join us for that zoom link gathering. And I think it will be a great way to connect, to ground, to ask questions from the guides. That's how I do a lot of my intuitive sessions is, um, I get on calls with people and we dive into their questions and we see what comes through as far as intuitive answers through the Akashic records. And we see how or what the guides have to share as far as answers. So we'll do a little bit of those kind of questions at the end of our second Sunday gathering. Um, I was guided to put that together. There is no cost. Um, it's a free event and I'm going to offer it each second Sunday because I believe that there's a need. There's a need for all of us to connect. There's a need for us to feel connected and to gather and to ground and to meditate together and to be still together and then ask questions with divine wisdom. I have always felt that when you ask a question in the group, you are not the only one asking the question. Someone else is asking it as well. And there's an energy to that. And so it's a a great way to energetically feel into the whole process of getting answers from divine wisdom. So I will post more on that in the next week and a half. But it is on February 11th. I would love to have you join us on that Zoom call for that brief talk and meditation. And there's nothing you have to do. You can just hop on and show up and see what happens. So there is that. Um, I do have a couple of openings for coaching clients. I do intuitive Akashic Records sessions. I coach people on nutrition and wellness. Um... I also do private online Zoom yoga and meditation sessions. So there's a lot to connect with. If it's resonating with you, just reach out and we will set up a time to chat and see how and when and where we can help you discover your healing. 
So I hope you are health, healthy and happy and whole. I hope all is well in your world. I hope you will take some time to give it some thought about surrendering to your passion or your calling or your purpose and just speaking it in an authentic voice because I know it's needed. Thank you for listening to me process today. Thank you for sharing this time with me and I hope all is well in your world. We'll talk soon. Thanks again for listening.